toast to rom-coms. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And the probably screaming child in the background is my daughter. Enjoy. Parenthood. Woo. You listeners can't see this, but uh, Marie just moved her hands and rainbows came out of them. That's right. That's exactly what's on my mind right now. Yeah. Um, so we are here to talk about another team rom-com today, but I have some other things I want to talk about first. Great. Can, uh, talk about them. Specific, two specific things. Okay. Number one, I did see your text that the rest of Criminal Minds is on Hulu and I cannot wait. Dude, I couldn't. I couldn't stop last night. I went to bed at four because I have my precious Dr. Spencer Reed back. So the wind is blowing really hard outside right now. And there was just like a snow tornado across the street from me. It was crazy. I've never seen that before. (laughs) It's a squall. I don't know. No, but it was, it was insane. Um, So Yeah. If you are a Criminal Minds fan, if you're not, you should be. You know how hard it is to have had access to the rest of, um, what, seasons 13, 14, 15? Or 14, 15? 13, 14, 15. Yeah. So they've just come out, I think, for like the first time. I don't know how I found out, but I saw something somewhere and it said Oh, I guarantee you it was BuzzFeed. Probably BuzzFeed. Um... (laughs) And it said Criminal Minds was on Hulu. And so I picked up season 13 and I like, I was able to jog my memory. I remember the whole Mr. Scratch thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So pretty, pretty crazy shit. Yeah. But there goes my productivity for the next week. Oh, uh, I like how optimistic you were that you were going to have some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do some spring cleaning. Nope. I'm going to watch Criminal Minds. Hey, you know what? The, with the weather come up, it's not spring yet. So you're okay. Yeah. Um, and then my second thing is that I want to talk about. I am completely obsessed with the trailer for Cruella. I didn't watch the trailer, but I looked at the pictures of Emma Stone and she looks fan-fucking-tastic. She you looks... got to see the trailer. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. I love her look. I think she looks great. I think she should maybe just wear that real life all the time. On Twitter, they're calling her Disney's Joker. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to watch the trailer then. Yeah. It's amazing. And I'm obsessed with it. And I'm going to spend the next week working on my evil laugh. Ooh. I love that. Because I can't do one. Can you? I'm not going to do it on air. I could probably do like a witch like cackle. Like, (laughs) (laughs) nope. (laughs) That didn't work. That was like a little weasel. Uh, I can't. I can't wait till that's out there and I can just rewind it, and listen to it all the time. <laughs> like your people, people. I never released it on Instagram. I probably should. Okay, so I had to get those two things off my chest. I feel better now. Good. Um. I don't think I have anything on my chest that I need to get off. Okay. Except when we talk about this drink, but you know. Okay. So I did say 16 candles, right? No. 
Oh, okay. Well, we're going to talk about 16 Candles. And something that we've been doing with the team rom-coms is Allison came up with some teen-specific romantic comedy tropes. One of which being a viral moment. Yep. And the other one being a <laughs> come-to-Jesus moment where everyone likes each other. And after Easy A, I talked to Allison after and I said, you know what, I think another one is that they reference these 80s John Hughes movies because we're seeing that a lot with these modern ones. Yeah, absolutely. And um, this was a good one to watch because it will help us pick up on even more moments. So it won't reference one of the John Hughes movies because it is a John Hughes movie. Before I even started watching this, I have like some discussion questions. Okay. Can we can we do facts, drink, and then get your questions? Uh, no, I want to do the questions at the end. Okay. All right. So when we're nice and drunk, because I've only had a bowl of cereal today. Woohoo! Blueberry Cheerios. They're so good. Delicious. All right. 16 Candles came out in 1984, coming in at just over an hour 30 minutes. Love it. Lovely. Starring Molly Ringwald, Anthony Michael Hall, who is just listed as geek. I know. At least give him Farmer Tad, right? Right? Uh, Michael Schoffling. Is that how you say his last name? Scherfling? Uh, I don't know. Haviland Morris and Getty Watanabe. I I don't know the first name, but that should probably be Watanabe. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and then it was directed and written by John Hughes. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So the drink, which was hilarious because we do a lot of planning over text. So I copied and pasted a drink to do at the exact same moment that Allison did. And we both had different drinks, but it was just cool. We were both doing it at the same time. Literally same exact time. I was even at work. <laughs> on break to be fair but to be fair um but we went with allison's drink it's called the nerds martini and it's a very cool idea <laughs> it's hard to pull off in real life allison i want to do a one two three and then hold your drink up okay wait well, i need to get ready because i had to bring mine up on like a plate because it's just shedding the rim okay <laughs> one Two, three. Ooh. Wait, I can't see yours. Okay. Oh, yours looks better than my. Well, that side doesn't, but everything else does. So it was Bernard's idea. Instead of to do just water on the rim, like with sugar, simple syrup around the rim. I did that too. So, and then I like mushed all the nerds with my fingers along the sides to get them to stick okay so i was trying to like throw it on (laughs) like like i'm doing like a boob tap right now (laughs) but i was like trying to throw it on the sides but man i am glad i started early on this well first let's uh why don't you give us what's in it so we got four ingredients we got shot of vodka shot of melon liqueur your favorite shot of blue curacao two ounces of Sprite 
I definitely do not have two ounces. I have a splash because I couldn't fit any more liquid. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then two ounces of Sprite. You're supposed to have two ounces of Sprite. Yeah. So, and then you find a way to run the glass with nerds. Candy. Okay, so I got this from tipsybartender.com, and their picture looks fucking incredible. There's no way that they didn't use Elmer's glue to get the nerds Absolutely. to stick on. Absolutely. Um, I, was text- I think that's a great call. I was texting Alice uh, before I came up here, and I was like, messiest drink we've ever made. And she was like trying to guess the movie. Obviously, she said Revenge of the Nerds, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's a great call, though. But no. You don't even have, like, they don't even give directions on how to, like, put the nerds around the glass. They absolutely used glue. Yeah. They just say rim glass. Yeah. Like, they don't even say, like, wet with water, wet with simple syrup. Like, just fucking rim it and it's magic. It'll stay on. Absolutely. Yes. So let's take a drink of this and I have to drink mine like tea. Like I have this little saucer because I'm shedding nerds left and right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. That's good. That is like. It's very sweet. Yes, it is very sweet. I could also see this being a good Halloween drink if you change it to like witch's brew or something. Yeah. Oh, I got, I think I sent it to you in a text. I might've actually posted. I got, um, brew glitter, like black brew glitter. Yeah. That would be cool. I do feel bad that I'm going to be like crunching these nerds candies while we're talking, but like, I don't know why you would have this drink if it wasn't for the nerds. It's, it's a little cough syrupy to me. Like, it is very sweet, but. Yeah, your rim looks a lot better than mine. But I, so I guess, I mean, I'm probably not going to try to make it perfect for. Why don't you try to take a picture of yours? I already did, bitch. Oh, nice. Yeah, I took multiple just in case. Okay. Just in case I actually didn't get the nerds. No, just in case you couldn't figure out how, like, how to make a nice room, which sounds worse than the other thing you just said. No, no, no. That sounds better because it, I I figured this was actually going to be really hard. Um, but I did send a Snapchat to Marie at 11.55, an hour and a half ago. <laughs> Going to Giant Eagle to get the nerds now. You don't like it. Mm-mm, I don't like it at all. Well, nope. Got a drink too, bitch. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm just... Nope, don't like it. No, my precedent was the, um, I know, I'm watching her in the back. That one, the grapefruit with the sugar rim, and you were like, oh, your rim looks really nice. Take a picture. I was like, oh, maybe she'll want me to take a picture of it again. So I did. Yeah, you're really good at rimming. I have lots of practice. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> your drink process is so ridiculous right now i had to carry it upstairs and i'm so glad i took a, like a plate because i spilled too mm-hmm. <laughs> nerds is the best part yeah the nerds really accents the drink in such a way 
All right. You ready to summarize this? I am ready to summarize this. All right. Can't wait. 16 Candles. Classic. It's about. Classic. Iconic. Iconic even. Legendary. Legendary. I like it. I'm just repeating everything you say. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is about a girl who turns 16 and on her 16th birthday, her entire family forgets it's her birthday. Fucking crazy. That is crazy. It is a bigger family and there's like a wedding happening. But this girl, you know, just really down about it. Understandably so. She has a crush on like the most popular guy in school. And exactly. And it's basically about her family forgetting it's her 16th birthday and her trying to get the attention of this popular guy. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of really it. Except for Farmer Ted. Farmer Ted. She has a geek guy after her. Hence the nerds martini because like he's kind of like king of the nerds. Yes. Um, And then like there's a lot of nerds in this movie. Oh, yeah. I guess guess they call them mostly like geeks or whatever, but I I don't know. There's not a fun candy called geeks. (laughs) Which is shocking because there's goobers. Mm. I don't think I've ever had one. Eh, I think they're overrated. Peanuts? It's like, I think it's like peanut butter. You sent me like a 16 candles cocktail. But it sounded really gross. There were two. There was a Molly Ringwald candle and there was Samantha Baker's birthday cake or something like that. Yeah, I wasn't thrilled about either one, but I was thrilled that there was a direct connection to the movie. I know. So, but I this was more fun and we had almost all the ingredients already. Yes. Um, I don't regret it. No, nor do I. So you have seen this movie before multiple times? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same. I was like, ooh, I don't have to rent this. I can get my DVD out. And I was like, "Mm, that's in a storage compartment somewhere. Yeah. I rented it because I wanted to see the uncensored version. Because I think it was available like on demand on like Freeform or something like that. But you know it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. I had completely forgotten that there were boobies in it. Oh, no, I didn't. Because this is rated PG. And it blows my mind every fucking time. It's PG. Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-hmm. And there's an F-bomb in it. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. I almost, I kicked the cord and almost took down everything. Um. I didn't know that it was PG. I had assumed PG-13. I took a lot of screenshots um, of facts. Unfortunately, that's not one of the facts, but they did talk about it. There was a ton of facts. A lot of them were repeats, though, but you know me. I mm-hmm. skipped the long ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a lot about the drama between John Hughes, Anthony Michael Hall, and Molly Ringwald. That was very strange and i did read that because that seems very inappropriate you mean two 16 year olds being bfs with an over 30 year old and then him being so offended by the teenagers that he doesn't talk to them again yes Yes. it does seem strange yes 
One thing I did think was strange about this that I don't remember ever hearing was that in the TV version, like if you had watched it on Freeform, there's another scene in there that's not usually played. Never seen that. No, and I meant to look it up, but I forgot. So maybe I'll watch it when we break. Okay. So, yeah, I thought that was different. Okay, so do we want to dive into unbelievability? I I think so. I think so. Um, you know, it was a weird kind of juxtaposition because some of the stuff I found really believable, like especially the family dynamic. Yes. Versus incredibly unbelievable things. Like the movie starts off with those two younger kids, like – hitting and like getting each other in trouble and I was like oh yeah this would absolutely happen Mm -hmm. but then it goes into the entire family forgetting her birthday I struggle with this because I feel like we're we've been privileged our entire lives because our families Mm -hmm. made a huge deal like our dad would do like a countdown oh yeah it still does still does I'm like Dad, I'm going to be 31. It's not really like the big birthday anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but but then he's like, he like has started to indoctrinate my kid. Like we need to have a birthday cake so she can see everyone sing to you. So she knows everyone is celebrating you because you're a great person. And like does still does the birthday stuff. So yeah. I think because he never had anything huge for his birthday, he wants to make sure we have huge birthdays. Yes. And it puts a lot of pressure on my husband, I feel like, because his family didn't have that. Mm. And so, like, with, like, Christmas and birthdays and stuff, he's like, I haven't gotten anything for you. Like, I need to start. And he's like, you're going to hate everything I got you. (laughs) Every single gift-giving season. And how often do you hate something? Very rarely. Very rarely? Yeah. Okay. I think the yeah. only time I return something, it's because, like, it was the wrong size. I know. It's bad. Bernard just tasted the drink. <laughs> I thought I heard, oh, God, no. Yeah, that was in regards to the drink. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can see that there. But I think that the way they have set the movie up is it's something that doesn't happen with them. So that she's used to celebrating her birthday, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised, I guess. And maybe there's something to think about this later on in the movie, but I was surprised that they would have planned the wedding for the day after her birthday. Just because it seems like it would have been rushed. I think with the way that the sister is, Ginny, I I don't think it's... She wouldn't have cared. Yeah. She really just seems to care about what she herself thinks. Ginny. Yeah, and nobody else. It's the first time I've watched this movie start to finish uncensored in a very long time. And God, I fucking hate Jenny. She is the worst. Yeah. She's a horrible person. (sighs) That marriage ain't lasting. 
Absolutely not. And a lot of people acknowledge that in the movie. That poor dad. Yeah, I couldn't get a hands on him. He seemed... He seemed to be with it sometimes and then not at other times. Like, I was... Maybe it was just because of how Ginny was, but I was surprised that they didn't say anything about her fiancé to Ginny or that the marriage was actually happening. I I don't know. Maybe she's just that headstrong. Maybe they thought she was a lost cause. That's what... That's probably the closest to the truth based on the conversation that the dad and Sam had while she was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Um, I honestly did not have my first unbelievable until pretty like into the movie, like probably 30 minutes in. Mm. Yeah. What was your first unbelievability? Because I agree with you. Mine was pretty far. I don't know about maybe 20. Yeah. Yeah, pretty far in. What was yours? It was the grandparents, the grandma. She's gotten her boobies and the grandfather saying, I better go get my magnifying glass. So cringy, but also completely unbelievable. Mine was ahead of that. I agree with that. I could not believe that. No one is coming to do like tune in Tokyo on your boobs. Like, that's disgusting. Wait, what What now? What did you say? Some No one's coming in to do what? <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. Tune in Tokyo. It's when you put your hands on your boobs and start <laughs> using them as radio dials. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. That's so funny. incorporate that into my daily vernacular that's so good i'm glad i brought you a little bit of joy there oh i love it all right what was yours my first believability was that confidential sex survey where it says have you ever done it and she goes i'm not sure Girl, you are 16 in the 80s. You are absolutely sure if you've had sex or not. I did find, like, the sex test note thing believable, though. Yes. The note itself, yes. The answers, no. And her handwriting, it was, like, it was worse than yours. It was, like, a five-year-old's. Listen, mine's not that bad. Look at this. Like, I started, I write better on on no lined paper you do it's very strange i don't like look how straight across that is i know i don't get it i don't get it either but i found the secret i found the secret no paper (laughs) no lines on paper no lines and maybe it's this pen i got fine tip point pens not the kitty cat ones oh it is the kitty cat one (laughs) Um, I did the, again, he's a senior, Jake's a senior and he's talking to his friend in the gym as they're doing fake pull-ups, which was hilarious. And Jake asks his friends about her. And again, he goes, she's like a child. There's two years difference between you. 
serious it's, partying is what defines like what's a child and what's not a child. Uh, yeah. As a senior, I did not do anything like that. No, and I've never, well, we'll get there, but yeah, I think it was like the adventures in babysitting when she called Brad a child. It was, it's two years difference. It's not that extreme. Seniors talk to sophomores all the time in my high school. Oh yeah. I had friends who were seniors, uh, seniors as a sophomore for sure. Also the bus ride, the people on the bus ride. The boys wearing the jock straps on their heads. I thought that was unbelievable. Mm, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't get me as unbelievable. People are fucking weird. People are fucking weird. Were they the same? Was one of them the same boy that the mom and dad shove into the gym later? I think so. <laughs> that was hilarious. Watching it with subtitles and hearing what the dad and reading what the dad's saying. That was really funny. Yeah. And then we get to the grandparents. Well, can we go back a little bit to the fake pull-ups? Do we believe that Jake's friend is high school age? Oh my God. No. He looked like he was like 35. I thought that Jake was more high school looking mm-hmm. than some of the other high schoolers we've seen, like Elizabeth Shue and Bradley Whitford. I could buy him as a high schooler more than some other people, but his friend and then the guys you see later on building the beer tower at the party. Nope. They are, like you said, they're like 30, 35 years old. Yeah. And I love how Jake goes, how he describes Samantha as. She's not ugly. That was so insulting. We got a lot to dive into with insulting with this movie. I don't know where to put it, but... Maybe all cringe. Maybe before obstacles, we should just do cringe. That'd be great, because there are a lot of stuff. It might be longer than unbelievability. Um, I was... Was the grandma holding an enema... Is that what that was supposed to be up in her room? There was like the hot water. I don't think so. I think it was just for like a hot water bottle, like for like pain or something like that, just to like put on like your back or like your knee or something like that. Okay. Because it looked like there was a hose attached to it. Ooh. I might have missed that. Okay. All right. I thought it was an enema. It might not have been, but if it was. That'd be weird. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Now we're all caught up with your first unbelievability, which I completely agree with. That whole thing. Grandparents talking about your boobs. Nope. She's gotten her boobies. Let me get my magnifying glass. So rude. They're so perky. Ugh. Gross. gross, gross, gross. Um quickly after. Sam goes into that room and talks to herself. How do we feel about her talking to herself all the time? I found, I don't like it, but I feel like it was just a tool that the director used so we know what's going on in our head. Okay. And I, one thing I did appreciate about how things went down is in the first time she's talking to herself, she talks about like, oh, 
look the same as I did yesterday. Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? And then her friend obviously says on the phone, like, did you think you were going to look different the next day? So, um, it's unrealistic to expect yourself to grow boobs or whatever you think is going to happen overnight. Yeah. Her friend's such a bitch. It was a weird dynamic. I didn't care for her. Very unsupportive. Uh, um, it didn't bother me. I think that there was one time where I was like, a friend shouldn't do that. And that was when she was at the dance looking at Jake and then her friend just walked away. Yeah, that was one of them for me, too. She basically is just telling her to stop whining all the time. But, like, you're in high school. Like, it, it's what you do. Your problems, like, uh, you don't, like, these are your biggest problems you've ever had. And you need somebody to bounce them off of. Um, I like that you said that. And I think that's more mature than any high schooler is ever going to think. Yeah, but, like. My, I, I whined about stupid shit, but like my friends always listened to me and they didn't say, mm-hmm. well, you're being an idiot or you're being unrealistic or whatever. Yeah. Because they would do the same thing to you. Yeah. And it's kind of like in these movies where Molly Ringwald specifically has weird friendships, like not weird friendships, but they don't interact like normal high schoolers would interact. Um, pretty in pink like they're in that club remember her friends are like older yeah yeah and then breakfast club we don't really see her with friends there but she makes some weird ones I know the breakfast club definitely not a rom-com though we cannot do that I wouldn't consider in pink a rom-com either no I think it's more of a drama Mm -hmm. what's your next up believability the joan cusack with her headgear on or her neck gear or whatever that is that was one of my questions what the fuck is it for i don't know some of the trivia said it was a neck brace but why is it in her mouth it wasn't in her mouth oh wasn't it no it just went up to her mouth but there was nothing connecting Oh, I thought something went in. Okay, then I don't know. But I didn't think that she would try to be getting water out of the water fountain. Girl, you know your limits at this point. It's not your first day with a neck brace. But she's so thirsty. She was dancing so hard. Look, my daughter carries a crumpled up Dixie cup in her backpack and she's three. Joan Cusack can do the same thing. So she can get a drink at the dance. Your child is so weird. She is. It's a dirty cup, too, because she had a lollipop in there. Oh, God. Well, maybe that's why she carries around a baggie of napkins. Maybe. Maybe. Clean, Clean it off. I thought it was really weird that the rooms at the high school during the dance weren't locked. Like you would think that classrooms and like, like our high, our high school and middle school always had like the gates down and locked. So you couldn't even go into the hallways. So like whenever Sam and Ted are in like the shop class, I don't think that's like, I don't think they would be able to get there. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. Just, just like for movie purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks. Um, do you think in real life she actually would have given him her panties? Mm-mm. No. I believe a bill. Yeah. I thought so as well. No, yeah. That's not going to happen. No. Um, my next unbelievability after that was the party at Jake's house. Mine's a little bit before. Go for it. Um, her practicing lines in the hallway. Mm. I hated that. Anyone could come by listening. Yeah. So if you saw a nerd shoot out of my mouth. I didn't. Okay. Anybody. And to me, if this was modern days, that would have been my viral moment. People kind of like in the Duff when she was trying on clothes, they would have... I like how you're getting every last nerd off that glass. Uh-huh. I'm going to do the same thing. Don't it's worry. It's so good. Um, someone would have been videotaping that and then posted it. I love that. That's such a good ob- observation. I'm already drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I really like that. I agree with that. Either that or maybe somebody would have seen like Ted and her talking in the car and like videotaping that. Like the embarrassing conversations. Mm-hmm. Were you okay with her spilling her guts to him? Yeah, I was. I think she needed somebody to talk to. Okay. What did you think? I I agree with you. I think that if he was one to like spout stuff around, people wouldn't have believed him anyway because he's always running at the mouth. I think he was more supportive than her friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having said that, do you think they'll still be friends on like Monday morning? Maybe on the bus when everybody's gone. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they're saying hi to each other in the hallway. What about Jake and him? Yeah. I think so. Because nobody gives a shit. Like it's Jake. So he'll be like, I can see him doing like a, like a little head nod. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey man. So back the party to yes. me was just crazy. No high schools are going to trash someone's house to that extent. They're going to want an invite back. Like how trashed inside and out within seconds. There's beer cans, toilet paper, pizza, just shit everywhere. You toilet paper the house of people you don't like, not the house of the party you're at, number one. There was, oh, that scared me. Sorry. There was graffiti on the curtains, graffiti on the walls. I just didn't think that any high schooler was going to do something that extreme. Beer cans everywhere, okay, at the end of the party. People are going to clean up after themselves. But how trash that place was. No. Soap coming out of the vent? How does that even happen? I have no idea. It does not make sense. Yeah. I just like how trashed it was in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And then like just to continue with the party when Doc drives up with his girlfriend and rams the one car that people continue to make out. Not going to happen. Really good kisser. 
Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> to, to mask a car crash. Yeah. Sure. My next unbelievability doesn't come for like another probably 15 minutes. Okay. The exercise bike, I think, would have broken from Duck and the girlfriend. That was made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it was bizarre. And then I didn't think that the beer can seniors would take the friends home. One. Two, I didn't think they'd put him in the trunk of the car. It was so funny. (laughs) And how Wheeze, like, wiggles over because he wants to be lifted out. (laughs) I love that. And then Farmer Ted being in the glass coffee table, that's like attempted murder. (laughs) Do you think he would have run out of air? I think so. I think that's what they were getting at when he was like, He had no air left. He was dying. That was such a funny scene, though. He takes a can off and he sees an eye. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. You go ahead with your next one. The panty trade for Carolyn. Like, you give me her panties, which I hate saying that word, and I'll let you take Carolyn home. Why do you think that's unbelievable? Are you serious? Yes. You're just going to let this freshman drive this girl home in your parents' Rolls Royce for panties? That that, that to me is different. I could see if you said Jake letting Ted drive his parents' car home. I think it's also crazy that he's saying, I'll trade you a, a person for underwear. I think that goes under the cringe moments. Okay. Not under this part. So after that, this kind of plays into yours. Um, Farmer Ted putting headgear in, in the car. One, where did he have that stashed? What pocket? And then he puts it on. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Do you think he was, like, drunk and he was like, I gotta put my headgear on? I guess so. He seemed completely fine leaving Jake's house. Granted, he was making a martini. I, I mean, how he knew how I to make a martini. I that scene so much. I thought it was so funny. And they looked expertly made. The presentation. So probably another unbelievability, though. <laughs> well, I don't know. We would always get our dad scotches at, like, a really young age. But I feel like a dirty martini or a martini is so much more advanced than just scotch on the rocks with just a splash of water sometimes. Yes, that's true. Like three fingers of scotch filled to the top with ice. Yeah. And then you go to the fridge and just go underneath to get a splash of water. Yeah. So, um, next up, what do you got? Okay. So aside from the obvious, my last unbelievability, this is my last unbelievability. It's all the way at the very, very end. And it has nothing to do with what transpires between Sam and Jake. It's how clean his house looks already whenever they're sitting on the table. 
Oh, yeah. Because that's definitely his house. I didn't even think about that. It's, they're in the dining room and it's already spotless. Yes. That's a great point. Thank you. That house was trashed. And it's been like less than 24 hours. So to me, it the last unbelievability was just say I'm not going to the reception. Her, As a bridesmaid, that's uh, nope. Her sister go. deserves it though. Oh, I'm not arguing that. Like uh, and her dad was fine with it and I think I don't know. For some reason, it didn't strike me as unbelievable. Because, one, marriage ain't lasting. No. Two, they forgot her fucking birthday. Yeah. Throw so her a this bone. Is like, this is her reparation. Yeah. <laughs> Getting to skip out on the reception. Yeah. Three, her sister's an asshole. <laughs> oh, that's high. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It didn't bother me. Okay. That was my last unbelievability, though. Okay. Um, where are you at with your drink? I'm done. Okay. Do you want to refresh? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll see you in a minute. Okay. Okay. I said fuck presentation. Well, I still have mine, but I just dumped all of my nerds into my <laughs> martini, so they're just like in a clump at the bottom. <laughs> fizzing so i'm sure this is gonna be fucking disgusting i have my rim plate and i'm just kind of licking it that was much smarter than what i did i hate to say it but yeah damn it um so are we recording Mm -hmm. i did watch the deleted scene oh worth it um it's it adds more unbelievability what for one reason. Like they're in the her and her friend are walking in the hallway to the cafeteria. One, Jake's already in there eating. They left the same class and he was still seated when they left. Okay. So he beat them to the cafeteria and is sitting reading that confidential note. And then two, after the friend and Sam I think Randy and Sam get food. They walk into the cafeteria. Sam sees Jake and throws her food onto her friend's train. Like Jake's here. He can't know I eat one. This isn't the first day of school. So, you know, you have the same lunch as him Two, That's really dramatic. I'm glad that they cut it out. Yeah. It makes Sam seem like a fucking moron. Yeah. And I really don't think she's a fucking moron. No. Just like every other teenager. Yeah. So. <sighs> Moving on to cr- uh, cringes. Cringes. Oh, so many. Look how big this is. That's, did you put more sprayed in there or is it just the ice that does that? Um, yeah, I put more sprayed in there. Okay. Did it help? No. Nice. <laughs> but now the I have melon. something to drink. The melon's just no good. You know, didn't we make a mimosa with the melon and pineapple and it was really good? Mm-hmm. Or no, I don't think it was melon. I think it was, wasn't it just blue curacao and pineapple juice? You added coconut to yours. Mm. 
the coconut vodka or coconut something coconut yeah. rum maybe yeah. yeah that was really good okay um yeah let's move on to cringes well we could probably just rattle them off like we did unbelievability yep um one when randy and sam are talking about you know exactly what i'm gonna say here sam wants a gorgeous guy with a trans am waiting for in the driveway and her and Sam goes, a black one? And the girl goes, a black guy? Like, uh, okay. Calm the fuck down. Correct. And maybe don't be racist. Correct. That's some systemic racist, racist bullshit right there. I was like, did I just hear? And I rewound it. I was like, yes, I did. She's acting like she should go to jail for possibly saying she would date a black guy. Okay, great. Now that we know where this movie stands. It's really hard going back and watching the classics with this light that we have now in 2021. It's like, I don't know. All I can think is like, damn, I I don't know what else to say. Except maybe my next cringe. Okay. On the bus, Sam says to Ted... And this is Ooh, yes. And this is one of my like I can't say this words, so I'm just gonna spell it out. Sam says to Farmer Ted, "You're a total fag. You don't use that word." No, and she says it later as well, but in its whole term, I hate it. Yeah, I I hate it as well. Yep, it's awful. Oh, I shudder. I shudder. Like this <sighs> is this is why there was this level of uncomfortability for gay people way back th- and it's not even way back then it's 30 years ago i know just don't say it just it's a terrible word like i hate that word i hate r word like the r word like the oh, like yeah, the r-e-t the retarded yeah i just i she said that too or someone said that it just makes me oh it was the grandpa whenever he was reporting Long Duck Dong as a missing person. And they asked. When he was what? Whenever the grandpa was reporting him as a missing person. And he just goes into the phone. No, he's not retarded. Yes. Well, speaking of Long Duck Dong, every time he's brought up, that fucking gong goes off. Mm. And my face, I'm sure I was like, does we need to do this and i know you saw in the facts as did i that he did not know that they were adding that in yes but he said he thought it was funny Mm -hmm. but he got hate for it yeah they kept comparing him to mickey rooney and breakfast at tiffany's which was really weird because bernard and i were talking about this when he walked (laughs) Sorry. You would take the nerds <laughs> off the plate. When I he walked in, I was watching this. Mm-hmm. And I said, a gong keeps going off. And I then I said, the epitome of bad taste to me was when he was driving Samantha home and turning Japanese was on the radio. And he's a Chinese exchange student. And I was like, oh, I can't believe they did this. I have such conflict about liking that song. Like, I know it's supposedly about, like, masturbation or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. 
like the face you make or something like that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But it's so damn catchy. That makes it more offensive. I know. So I'm pretty sure like I used to watch like I love the 80s or whatever, like one hit wonder stuff. And that was one of like the facts that they dropped. Wow. <sighs> yeah. I do. I do feel that long duck dong, like even the name. At, like whenever I was younger, though, it was funny and that's awful. But I do feel like he had like when they started just calling him the donger. Or his girlfriend, I was like, yeah. I like ah. the donger. The donger, yeah. That's fun. That was good. Did you notice that he was using silverware as chopsticks whenever he was eating the quiche? No, I didn't. I liked no. that. I thought that was really funny. I did see in the facts that like they had trouble keeping a straight face because he was doing stupid shit off camera, so they kept laughing. Um... Another cringe moment for me was um, when Farmer Ted, like, was trying to climb on Sam twice in the car. Uh, that was really uncomfortable for me. The first time was bad enough, but then he started to do it second time. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, that's just something that, as a woman, you would, like, remember. Yeah. And- and like perseverate about like I shrieked when he did that. Was that too big of a reaction? But I didn't want him to do that, so it shouldn't have been. Like I don't know, just and like come on, I don't want to see it because she feels his like lifesavers thing in his pants. Mm-hmm. So that was that was something else for me. And this is where I would put in the panty Caroline exchange I mean the whole the whole exchange I could violate her 10 different ways if I wanted to awful yes very rapey and then just she's not going to know the difference go ahead have fun like basically giving him permission to do whatever he wanted to her and he puts her in the car and her dress comes up and he sees her underwear. I totally did not remember that. Uh, it's not, that, it's not in the, it's not in the censored versions. Again, something, something I remember every time I giggle it's because you're licking the plate of nerds. I'm sorry. I don't want to get my hands dirty. It's sticky. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> and then, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Underwear. Caroline's underwear. Oh, yeah, that was something else I rewound just to make sure I saw it correctly. Guess what I did? What? It was her underwear hiking up. Her pubes? No, just her underwear. Oh, I thought you meant you rewound it to see if pubes were coming out. No, just to make sure I was seeing underwear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's her underwear. I was. Yep. Are we supposed to believe that Caroline started to give him a blowjob while he was driving? I was going to ask you that, too. Because I don't know. That makes that's another bad thing. Because, again, she's super drunk. So it is non-consensual 
aka rape. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if she said the next morning it was nice and she thinks she liked it. And they kissed. Yeah. Because I can't see them going to school the next morning or two days later and going together. Holding hands. So, um, that the whole taking her to the friend's house and the friends pulling out a camera to take pictures of them. Now I, we just saw the one picture where it's just Ted's eyes, Mm -hmm. but you saw in the facts, did you see in the facts where Molly Ringwald said something about her being uncomfortable that they took a picture of like supposedly her with her boobs and Ted. No. As like proof. I didn't. And that, yeah. And that she felt uncomfortable with that. So I don't know if they cut something else out or if that was just taken out of context. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But then, you know, they got the camera out and there's this whole thing with revenge porn nowadays. And that seemed very like similar, if not the same thing Mm -hmm. as, um, revenge porn to me so I also thought that was cringy all in all did not age well no no I think that covers all my cringes I think but yes lots of racism lots of stereotyping lots of rapey vibes mm-hmm. and it, it makes me feel such conflict about like calling it a classic because it is a classic Right. Now think of all the movies we watched, like particularly the older movies that we watched. And they had words and scenes in them as well, like Cary Grant slapping Catherine Hepburn down by her face. Like things just happened back then. But I... Like, I don't want to excuse that, but this was the 80s. Like, then again, think about some like it hot and how that's so applicable and still like, okay by today's standards, I think. You're right. It is like that was the 50s and I feel like they were pretty inclusive. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like inexcusable is just inexcusable. Yeah. Like like I said, you're getting into the 80s. They had to have known better. Even if you want to put like a word like retarded up as that was just slang now that then. You know, even then. I feel like the like like the R word. I I like I don't even like saying it. It's like F.A.G. Like I don't like saying that. I can't say it. I can say cunt. I can, you know, but I can't say that stuff. Um, Yeah. But I feel like that kind of had like a big thing in the thousands to like stop saying that. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Rightfully, Rightfully so. Just like you shouldn't be like so surprised that a white woman wouldn't date a black guy or vice versa. Like, it shouldn't be a thing. Let's just date somebody. Yeah. 
how your nerds your nerds look so gross they look like fish eggs it's disgusting can you take take a picture yeah please take a picture like don't do this (laughs) i knew that was gonna happen i had like one drop into my last cocktail at the bottom and it was just like white and amorphous and gross yeah, I like want to get a spoon and I'm like, they're just going to be a soggy, disgusting mess. So I should not do this. Like, it's so hard for me to go between that kind of talk and then just carry on with like a lighthearted. Oh, when did they fall in love? Because it's such a ser- it's such a serious topic because it's still going on today, even though you wish that it wasn't because it was 30 fucking years ago right um 40 almost oh my god shut the fuck up sorry man that's all right how how do you how do you feel about the big 4-0 marie's got a birthday coming up i feel fine (laughs) further was like i i don't know if you can tell but like i actually like comb my hair to put in a ponytail i was wearing tinted lip gloss i put mascara and eyebrow and i like i definitely noticed on. your eyebrows and your hair and brother was like do you have someone coming over today it's like you smell nice and you did stuff to your face and i was like i'm just trying something <laughs> no this like <gasps> especially with work and work, I we were allowed to dress very casual, but I'm trying like a look good, feel good kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's working. <laughs> oh my god! All my melted nerds candy <laughs> is like mixed in with the alcohol, and it's so bad. <laughs> oh, that's terrible! Oh, don't do that. That's so funny because in college we used to like get regular vodka and like put them in with like Skittles and shit and like try to like flavor the vodka. Ew. Yeah. I don't remember how it tasted. Probably for a reason. Why wouldn't you just get Kool-Aid or something? I don't know. We had time on our hands. (laughs) I just thought of another cringy thing. Oh, cringe, cringe, cringe. And this is very, well, it's still a little rapey, but whenever Ted is, like, smelling her on the bus, very obviously. Not only that, but John Cusack, like, caresses the girl's arm as she walks by him at the party. And she actually, like, rears back and hits him. But they're very similar, like, invasions of space and privacy. But that reminds me, there is another cringe. They Ooh. kept, they keep calling the fiance, the fiance, the fiance, a bohunk and an oily bohunk, which is very like demeaning towards immigrants. Of, yes. So I, I just thought of that. And like, you were supposed to get, the, did you just give her a nerd? Yeah. It almost went in her nostril. It was actually almost really bad. <laughs> And, like, just trying to make them out to be mobsters. We could have been... We were probably bohunks. Yeah. There's so many Polak jokes, it's insane. She likes it. She took it very gently. Did you see how gently she Mm -hmm. took it? Now, I'm sure there's all sorts of fuzzies and shit in it because she put it on the carpet. Yep, you're going to have a green stain on your carpet. It's really slight. You can't even notice it. 
Yep. You're you're gonna get scratched. Yeah, she's okay. I are. I already know it. She likes it. She's licking me. ASMR. You can't hear anything. Fish breath. Um, chemistry. Obstacles. Whatever. <laughs> Obstacles. I, they're in the. They don't even know each other. Yeah. They've never spoken before. That's the obstacle. And Carolyn. Yeah, he has a girlfriend. That little tiny detail that yeah. really doesn't seem to bother anybody. Their breakup was like the most amicable amicable breakup I've ever seen. You know that's not going to play out like that at school, though. No. Like, someone's going to have to be the bad guy, and it's going to be him, which he bartered her for a pair of panties. So, like, fair. Yeah. Although, I don't think that's what she's going to tell everyone on Monday. She broke up with him. That's what Is that what you tell. think was going to happen? Yeah. Okay. Um. So... Are we good with the obstacles then? That's pretty much it. Yeah, it was very easy. Um, chemistry, they don't have a lot of screen time together, but I feel like the movie does a good job of putting the people in, like putting Jake in the presence of Samantha and vice versa. Like he's always bringing her up to those around him. Mm -hmm. He's saying he's not satisfied with Caroline, those kinds of things. Mm hmm. I mean, I believe, like, I would be so pissed if I had a girlfriend like Carolyn. Is it Carolyn or Caroline? I know it's spelled like Caroline, but I swear to God they call her Carolyn in the movie. I don't know. I just say Caroline. Yeah. For obvious so, reasons. I don't know. Oh, one- yeah. Do you, I'm sorry. Do you think, like, she helps him clean up the parties? Like, do you think she helps him clean up or do you think she's just like, peace out? Like, cause that, that is really inconsiderate. It seems like that's like the only thing that she wants to do. Who, Caroline? Yeah. She didn't help him clean up. Well, she was, well, not willingly. No, she wasn't. Okay. Fair. She was too trash to clean up. Normally. Anything. If No, not normally because he got pissed the last time. Remember, she talks about it with her friend. Yeah. So I don't think she does help him clean up. If anybody helps, I think it's Farmer Ted helps yeah, clean up before yeah. he takes Caroline off into a weird situation and gets drunk. He's completely fine when he leaves that house. Well, you know, he gave them a six pack to take. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. That I could see then. This movie made me really want shitty beer because it looked like they were drinking PBR. And I was like, I could like really hammer some PBRs right now. (laughs) On college night at the bowling alley, that was my drink of choice. PBR. Yeah. I don't know why I love it. Instead, you got nerds candy, nerds candy and liquor today. Yep. To begin with, with the chemistry. 
you can see Jake staring at Sam even before he gets the sex survey. So I think we started the movie with him having a little thing for her. Yeah. I mean, he's not even hiding the staring. He is full out, like, chin on elbow, creeping on her. Yeah, that's a solid point and something that I've never really thought of. But you're totally right. He is. maybe, And maybe it's because, like, she looks at him all the time and he's just waiting for it. But still, that's interest. Yeah, exactly. And then I don't know if you noticed how short, like this is just from the cafeteria clip that I read, but how short her answers were on that confidential survey. And then if he's still looking at them when he's in the cafeteria, like he's trying to analyze or think about something there. Okay. So... I think that he's definitely as interested in her, if not more so than she is with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I and how he smiles at her. She tries to say something, and he gives. She gives him this look, like, you know, and he yeah. takes it the wrong way. Which I thought was really cute because she was practicing how she was going to talk to him. And then he's all set up and ready. Nope. And I don't know if you remember or caught this, but when Jake calls the house the first time and the grandma picks up, he says, eat Eat me. me? I know. I did see that. And like, he didn't hear anybody pick up. And like, that's the only thing she hears. But I do. I like that cat and mouse chemistry where like they both have an interest in each other and like they just can't seem to connect, mm-hmm. which I feel like makes the chemistry a little bit like more. He is working for it. Just not in an ideal way that we would like him to. Yeah. He was very polite to the grandparents whenever he actually did talk. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's well-bred. You saw how rich he was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was. Hello, sir. And then I thought he was very nice to her when he picked her up. And he went and got our birthday cake, which I thought was sweet. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that kiss at the end over her birthday cake? I loved it. I think it's so romantic. And, like, so fantastical. Like, it's what every, like, little girl dreams of, I feel like, on her 16th birthday. How long do you think they had to hold that kiss before they got the shot? Like, just awkwardly leaning over the table like that. Well, did you read the fact that they couldn't use a real cake because it started to melt? So that makes me think, like, a long-ass time. (laughs) That's fucking awkward. (laughs) Yet, they didn't date. Her and Anthony Michael Hall dated. Yes. A weird pairing to me. But if you're together all the time, I could see why. To be honest, in this entire movie, I just kept thinking to myself, like, I don't think he looks like a geek. I mean, he has braces, but, like, I don't think he looks, like, extra geeky. Like, he's not, like, wheeze. He's not, like, I don't know. I didn't. He was just a freshman to me. Yeah, he he was little. Yeah. He tucked his shirt into his jeans and they puffed his hair out real hard. I mean, I tuck my shirt into my jeans. Well, now it's cool now. It wasn't cool then. I feel like it's falling out of style. Are you going to be sad? Yeah, I'm still going to do it. (laughs) 
Um, fuck the man. <laughs> Do what works for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think he, and he didn't seem like he was that short. Did you see how tall he was in comparison to Jake? And this probably just a couple inches shorter. No, I didn't pay attention at all. Sorry. Not sorry. That's okay. I thought Sam and Ted had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, I could picture them dating, like, junior, senior year for each of them. Like, all right, so this happened. Well, I guess that's getting ahead of myself a little bit, but I could see it. Did you think she had better chemistry with him than Jake? No, because I think they really did a good job building up the tension desire for them to be together. Like you're just like holding your breath yeah. and waiting for it. Yeah, it was it was from both sides too. Mm-hmm. Like Ted was just Ted's side. Ted was a really good dude though. He helped it happen. He did help it happen. They're just I don't know if Molly Ringwald was as flawed as the men in this movie, but everyone was just so flawed in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I guess Ollie Ringwald is too. Like Ted and Jake take advantage of Caroline and Molly Ringwald is a little bit selfish. I'll say not to the extent that Ginny is. I think she's just a teenager though. I think I don't, I don't know. I didn't find her unbearable at all. I just thought, well, you know, she's a teenager. She's going through like that phase. I'll agree with you there. And then her parents forget her birthday. So they're involved. They're more concerned with Ginny marrying this guy who's less than ideal for them. Well, they know what's going to happen like six months down the road. Right. And That's I, generous. I <laughs> I thought it was actually really sweet that Sam ends up comforting her mom at the end whenever she starts crying and saying, like, I for- we forgot your birthday. And I thought that was a really... It was really big of Sam to do that. So I know that you know this because you read the facts, but how the actress who played the mom really fought for that scene because the apology for the mom originally wasn't in there. And she was like, this scene needs to be in there. It needs to show that they actually care for Sam, yada, yada, yada. Um, Yeah. And I really liked that. This is so... I did... It showed a better family dynamic. Yeah. And it's more believable. Mm-hmm. Are we good with chemistry? I, uh, do you want to talk about the dad and Sam real fast? I just really like the conversation at night. Yes. And I feel like he did a good job pulling her out of the doldrums. Hmm? Like, I'm not, like, pulling her out of her, like, moroseness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, like he knew exactly what to say. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked that. It was very tender, very caring. And I liked him being like, I couldn't sleep because we forgot your birthday. Mm-hmm. Like that apology, that acknowledgement that I did something wrong. And I also like that he continued to pry whenever she was like, it's fine. Unlike what happened in Easy A. Good call. 
Good call. I like that. Look how smart you are. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> My 40 years have to amount to something. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Your psychology degree? Yeah. No. Yeah. That wasn't a waste. Um, <laughs> if we go on to moment they fell in love... I'm sorry, but no, they don't. They're not in love, and we don't see it. We see an attraction, we see a desire, we don't see an emotional connection. Yeah, no, and I I agree with you. So that's why I'm gonna move on to like, do they stay together? What happens on Monday? If I could just, if we see anything. We see genuine affection. I don't know about love between Jake and Caroline. When they break up, there is a maturity there that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. So, but again, can you truly love someone and give them away to a freshman who can't drive? No. Yeah. So, eh, moving on. I may have been misguided on that one. I take back my 40 years have to amount to something comment. (laughs) But what do you think happens on Monday? I think that Ted and Caroline, I think Ted's back to where he was. No change for Ted. Sorry, Farmer Ted. No change. No change. You agree with that? Yes. I think that... Sam and Randy switch seats in the one study hall. So Sam is closer to Jake. Oh. Mm-hmm. You think that Jake and Sam stay together, like, like they're a thing on Monday? I think so. I think he set the stage with Ted and with his friend. So they shouldn't be surprised. Like maybe this was just outlining the plan. So they're not surprised that he's not with Caroline anymore. All right. I like that. That's a good call. I give him a month. Not even till graduation. A month. I don't think they have anything. Two little cat paws. (laughs) (laughs) She likes the microphone wire. Why just a month? I, I really just don't think they have anything in common. I don't think it's la- like I he's definitely like the iconic dream boat guy. But I just don't think it, it lasts. Like, I don't think I, I just think they're too different. He goes to college. Like, I don't know. That's just my. That's just what I think. What do you think? See- you can't see them stand together through senior year. No. Okay. What do you think? I would like them to stay together till senior year. Do you think it's realistic? Yes, because Jake talks about how much of a change he wants. He doesn't want to just party. He wants someone with a bigger emotional connection, that kind of thing. So I, that's why I say that I think they could stay together till the end. I don't think they last through him going to college. 
because like you said, it's two different places in life. I think it depends on where he's going to go, but with his connections and him playing and his status, right? Yeah. I have no idea. I think he's going to go somewhere farther away. Uh, Iconic scene. Tough one. What? It has to be the birthday cake. Okay, good. Yes. It's totally the fucking birthday cake. I, you said tough. And I was like, absolutely not. It's the birthday cake. You can't be different on this. You can't divert from the birthday cake. It's the only scene where both of them are happy to get, like happy together or at least with each other. It's what you've been waiting for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's scene. And so then we go to final thoughts. All right. Let me get out my discussion questions. Okay. This sounds very formal. But before I do that, can I just say what the fuck is up with Jake's cargo pants? Did you notice them? The buttons in the front? Not even the the pockets? Yes. The pockets that go below his knees? What the hell is that? It bothered me. I didn't notice below the knees. I noticed the weird ones up top. Yeah, those go all the way down. It was bizarre. I couldn't stop looking at them. Yeah. So I don't know, but good, good, good call. Thanks. I was going to talk about them too. Um, or do we want to talk about like the wedding? So did you pick up on why they were getting married? No, but you might be rocking my world right now. So remember when the parents are in the back, she took her four muscle relaxers and they're yelling and you can hear it about how not everyone needs to know that she's on her period. Yeah. The, and I watched it three times to make sure I heard it correctly, but the future husband turns to the priest and says, this is, I'll tell this to all the people who said we needed to get married right away. So it was supposed to be a shotgun wedding. They thought she was pregnant. Wow. I never knew that. I just caught it this time. Yeah. So that's why they were actually getting married. They thought she was pregnant. Which kind of puts a new spin on why she took that many muscle relaxers. Because you don't need that for cramps. Let's be honest. No. But it was hilarious. Yes. Realistic reaction to four muscle relaxers? Probably. Just Not being able to like put her shoes on. Having to rest walking down the aisle. Not being able to breathe with her veil on. I loved it. I can't see anything with this on. She trying, it. trying to fall asleep before getting into the limo. I love that one grandpa just starts laughing at everything that's happening. Everyone else is embarrassed and the one grandpa is laughing. The dad, just after he walks her down the aisle, just going and putting his head in his hand. Yep. Ugh, that's embarrassing. It is horrifying. Another thing I really liked was, I don't know if you caught this, Long Duck Dong was wearing Grandma's house coat whenever he was answering the door to Jake. 
I did not notice that. That bright green, like. Yeah. Yep. That was the grandma's house coat. That's awesome. Good pickup. Thanks. Um, how about that wasn't Carolyn's actual boobs? Couldn't believe that. Body double because she wasn't any more developed than the other two girls. Which is shocking because she was 25. Yes, and Jake was 24. And Anthony Michael Hall and Molly Ringwald, 16. So appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Long Duck Dong was 28. Ooh, I did not see that. I looked at everyone on IMDb Facts, and it seemed like everyone except Jake has had a pretty prolific movie and TV career. Starting at her younger brother, I didn't look at the younger sister, but the younger brother on, everyone has been in stuff from like at least 2018. So they're all doing okay. Wow. That's surprising. I mean, besides the people who are dead. (laughs) Yes. Besides those. Besides them, everyone else is doing stuff currently. (laughs) Wanted to clarify. Thanks. Needed to know that the ghosts weren't uh, haunting TV. Yep. Um. Let's talk about the grandma and the cigarette butt. Oh, so I remember watching that scene as a kid and being like, "People don't do this. What is she doing?" That it's almost like talent and then they pan to her like a little bit after that whenever they're all sitting at the table and her cigarette butt is still this big no way yeah so i don't know if they did like two takes and like she's just that good at balancing or like packing her tobacco or what i don't know but it was hilarious i thought her opening the donut so i'll be like breakfast is served i was like yep that's exactly what needs to happen on that day yeah <laughs> I was a little bit surprised that there wasn't a larger bridal party. Uh, do you think, I mean, I can see that Ginny is the type that doesn't have a lot of friends. She's kind of a yeah. dick. I thought there would, she would have more friends because she's a dick. I thought she'd be kind of like an alpha female that people flock to. Okay. To like pander to. Or them being in the mob, as it was hinted at, that they would need to have more people in. It was hinted at. It was. It was. You're right. I I don't know. There's so many little things in this movie. Uh, I like Long Duck Dong being passed out in the yard. I like when he mimics the grandfather automobile. <laughs> Uh, and one of them calls him a little shit right yeah and kicks him in the stomach (laughs) the grandma yeah (laughs) i mean he kind of fucking deserves it he put their car in a lake but some might say they deserve it for treating him like an idiot just because he doesn't speak english as a native language (sighs) i mean i thought he did pretty good I thought that it was going to come out that his, like, quote-unquote girlfriend was actually the gym teacher, not a student. 
I could see that. She looks way older than 18. She had some big knockers. Oh, yeah. He enjoyed those things. Yeah. Do you think she was wearing fake nipples? It's hard to tell. It is hard to tell. Um, Him and Carolyn were in Gremlins 2 together. Did you ever watch Gremlins 2? No, I've only seen Gremlins 1. I love the second one. Really? Granted. It's been like at least 10 years since I've seen it, but I remember really enjoying it because I think it was less scary, more ridiculous than the first one. Yes, I said it. You heard me. Great. Just <laughs> just so we're all clear here, Gremlins <laughs> is scary. I think the scariest part of Gremlins is the part where the daughter talks about her dad dying in the fucking chimney. Still can't get over it. Like, that's so haunting. <laughs> FYI, don't show gremlins to your kid until they stop believing in Santa because that will spoil it forever. Oh, my God. Uh... Wanted to let everyone know. All right. Are you ready for my discussion questions? I am. First one. Is this the most unbelievable teen rom-com of all time? Do you want me to expand upon why I'm asking this? Yes. All right. And I don't mean to sound like a dick by saying this, but do we believe that the most popular guy in high school is going to drop everything to be with this kind of nobody? And this is another rom-com trope. Like, if we're looking at, like, um, Bianca and Wesley and the Duff, if we're looking at uh, Peter and Laura Jean and to all the boys, and going on to something that we haven't seen or, you know, haven't watched on this is um, She's All That. Like, a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm this popular like the unpopular kind of nerdy person gets that popular person and i don't find that very believable living through high school (laughs) yeah i know what you're talking about i'm trying to not be a dick about saying it no but i can see where you're coming from i don't think it's I think it's more unbelievable for other reasons, not that reason. Okay. Because if you're going with that, I would say that every teen rom-com that starts with some kind of bet would be unbelievable because I don't want to believe that the people on the other side of the bet would be like, oh, you made a bet about me. Cool. Let's move on with our lives. I don't think teenagers have that kind of control over their self-esteem i guess okay so i would say in this case it's more believable however the panty caroline exchange really puts a damper on the believability of this movie i don't think that in and of itself is believable nor do i believe that their acceptance of the stoppage of their relationship yes 
more drama. Yeah. One has to be the wronged party. One has to be the right party. I did think it was hard to believe that she was in high school. Like how they said that she skipped nine grades. Like I believe that. Mm-hmm. Did or, you believe the size of the scissors that cut her hair? They yeah. were the largest scissors I've ever seen in my life. I guess no, they're bigger. They were two times bigger than that. I feel like they were sewing scissors. I don't know. Those are sewing scissors, the ones you just showed me. You Those hear- are a pair of mom's old Viscars, right? Mm-mm. You want to hear a weird story about this? Let's go. Um, I found them in my apartment. I did not buy them. Those are mom's old scissors. No, they're not because hers were shiny. This is matte. Oh. Like hers were like a shiny, almost yeah. coral color. Yeah. These are matte. I swear to God, whenever fuck whenever james and i were living in our apartment we left we came back these were in our office room never bought them he never bought them i'll put a picture of them on instagram so people can see that is weird right i thought it was weird but it's a good call about the scissors my next discussion question is this the best john hughes movie I don't think so. What's your favorite? What's my favorite? Well, he made a couple different types of movie. Are you going Home Alone too? I actually am going Breakfast Club. I think I gotta go Home Alone. I love Home Alone. But I do love Breakfast Club, even though that's very problematic these days, too. I don't think it's as problematic as this movie. Yeah, I think think it. Yeah. The only problematic thing is whenever he goes between her legs. Right. I think maybe Pretty in Pink is least problematic at all at all as all of them. However, you should say that. But I can't remember at this moment in time. I could be completely wrong. I don't know if I've ever seen Pretty in Pink all the way through. Back. That's not okay. I know. Although I will say it's probably the worst of the movies, of the three movies. With the worst outfits of the three movies. Oh, yeah, that dress. Oh, it's horrible. So bad. So you do remember that. I remember... Her being friends with the girl from Ghostbusters. I remember the dad being not in a good place. I remember her having to make her own dress. I remember the shitty friend having a crush on her and trying to sabotage. Ducky? No. The other one. Richard Spader? James Spader? Who's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. James Spader. Yeah. Um... And I remember her thinking that she should have been with Ducky. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. Okay. Are you ready for my last one? Yes. Did this movie fuck up teenagers everywhere for setting the bar so high? 
for romance. That's a really tough question. I think it did. I, I think it sets... Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's unhealthily being like, this could happen to you. Yeah, and it can't. Uh-uh. Like, or very rarely. Yeah. I could see that. Okay, cool. I just heard the garage door open, which really shocked me because I didn't think my husband was awake yet. Um, and I was like, where are you going? And he's going to Popeye's, which is about 30 minutes away from us. Wow. Yep. That's shocking. Yeah. You know. Just Why would he drive there? He wants the food is the ultimate motivator. He doesn't care about how far away it is. If he wants something like that, he wants something like that. Well, that bodes well for you, right? I mean, I'm where it, where is it? Washington. By the like the old mall. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, is it out by my house? Do you have a Popeyes near you? Well, Popeyes like twenty minutes away. Oh, okay. It it's in North for sales. Oh, okay. Do you have anything else you want to say about this movie? I don't think so. I guess I just wonder if I'll ever watch this again based on how problematic it is nowadays. I, if it's on, I'll probably watch it, but I agree with you. Like, I don't know if I'm going to seek it out. Do you think it would be okay for them to substitute words in to make it less problematic? I don't know. I mean, I would say yes, but I don't know. Is that making the movie better because they made it with like the wrong intentions? So going back and editing it, I don't know. Like you're a total ass instead of the F word that you don't like. Yeah. I mean, that would be better. Is it okay to do? No. Why? Like, I'm just curious. I feel like it's just making it. It's masking. the Yes. It's masking. Yes. How things used to be. Yes. So it's kind of like erasing history. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't have put that better myself. Yeah. I can understand that now. Okay. Man, okay, this, this got sense. deep. Not a, <laughs> not a comedy podcast this episode, man. <laughs> what are we going to do next week? I don't know. I was going to suggest a less mainstream one. Do you want to do Love, Simon? I was going to suggest Love, Simon, but I'm a cheerleader. Oh, that's on my list, too. I don't know the half of it. So you have, but I'm a cheerleader, the half of it, or... Love Simon. I want to watch Love Simon, which I've never seen. I've never seen it either. But I've always wanted to watch it. It's been on my list of things to watch for forever. 
Yeah, I just can't watch new things and pay attention to them. So it's hard. The only time I, well, actually, no, I've been doing really good at it lately. Um, I, but it's mostly like old movies that I feel like I missed, like cultural phenomenons that like I feel like I should have seen. Yeah. Like Alien and Aliens. I, sim- I, don't, con- I don't consider those new movies, though, like because you said. No, no, no. I mean, like not new movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. You can't watch new movies paying. Okay. I submitted my email to with Gorley and Rust to plead with them to do Tremors. Oh, have you heard back yet? No. It might be read on a mailbag, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Okay. Oh, one thing that Bernard and I are watching recently is The Great with Nicholas Holt and... Oh, Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning, yeah. Do you like it? I do. We do like it. Okay. Because I, yeah, I know about it and I know it's like Russian, like Alexander the Great, Catherine the Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's the telling and its tagline is an occasionally true story. So I love that. Yeah. Like some of it, like the people are real, some of them, but like none of this shit can be true. I like that. Okay. I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Very irreverent, but I like it. What's it on? Hulu. Okay. I just started the documentary about the hotel Cecil Mm -hmm. where the girl went missing at the hotel and was like, I think she was found in barrels somewhere or like something or I don't know. So I just started watching that. Um, so we'll see what happens there. How was it? I just watched the first episode and it's really creepy and interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think that's kind of it. So next, join us next week with Love, Simon. Send us your thoughts about how you feel about 16 Candles. Like, let yeah. us know how you feel about it because... It was it it was a real struggle, I think. Can you forgive the problematic aspects of it given its I guess historical context or does that not make it okay cuz to me it's not very historical context it's mm-hmm. the 80s. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do you go about looking over something like that and accepting it? Yeah. Or do you not? Yeah, so toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Um I would also like to like really reiterate it's toast to rom-coms, not a toast to rom-coms. So toast to rom-coms at gmail.com. So just FYI. Same as the website, toast to rom-coms.com. I finished the movies. Um, so I'm going to be moving on to the cocktails next. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, rate, review, subscribe, man. All right, please watch up, drink up, and cheers. Cheers.